If you're ready to be more productive and efficient in your mornings, listen up. Stop wasting time scrolling through endless articles online or getting lost in your email inbox trying to keep up with the day's news. Instead, listen to all the news you need in just about 10 minutes a day with the Newsworthy Podcast. Not only are we fast, we also focus on staying fair and factual. So if you want to be informed, not influenced, the Newsworthy is here for you. And because we cover a wide variety of stories from politics to tech to even entertainment, it's not just the doom and gloom stuff. Never feel uninformed, overwhelmed, or annoyed by the news again. Listen to one of the fastest growing daily news podcasts recommended by the likes of Harper's Bazaar and Podcast Magazine. In fact, Fast Company called the newsworthy 10 minutes of well-spent listening and said the tone is fair, effortless, friendly, and trustworthy. Simply search for The Newsworthy in your podcast app right now to subscribe and listen for free. Search for The Newsworthy to get fast, fair, fun news of the day with The Newsworthy. Hey everyone, thank you for downloading a new episode of the Retro Gamers. Of course, if you listen to it now, it probably wouldn't be a repeat. It's always new. Larry here. And Anthony here. What's up? Not much. <laughs> I am uh, I am back in the homeland. Yeah, I see that. And You're... I don't and I don't mean Russia. <laughs> <laughs> that's the motherland. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. And technically your homeland would probably be Italy. <laughs> that's doubly true but i'm not there but i'm not there either i'm actually back in the united states very good the good old usa i see your uh, your setup there uh looking good california weather looking like it's uh, treating you well right now oh yeah i'm sitting out in the backyard getting in all the sun i need for the year very very good the heat wave is going to start hitting here in in uh, in new york pretty soon it was it was hot as hell yesterday and no, uh, I've already, I've already got my AC rolling here. Oh, please, I just broke out the AC yesterday, and uh, oofah, definitely nice. I had, to, had to clean it up. Uh, fun fact, when you take the vent off of an air conditioner and you go to clean the inside of it, make sure the AC is off when you reach your hand inside. What? So Why? <laughs> look at that shot. Is... Look at that, right off. Peeled it right uh, off the look, knuckle almost. Look, you, you popped a pimple oh, on the back of your gosh. hand. Oh, my gosh. That hurt like hell. Um, well, I mean, I mean, a normal person would never take something apart if it's plugged in and running. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know why I didn't, I didn't think of it, but I, uh, I you did know. it. So let me change the tire on my car while it's still in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know people have gotten out of the car and not put it in park, and then, no, it was not me. <laughs> well, I've, um, we're gonna naturally assume it's you. I've turned the car off without putting it in park. That's a fun one. Oh yeah, everybody's done that. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, so you're uh, you're back from Japan, and it's going to be probably a little while now, right? It looks like everything's all good to go over there. You left it in good pieces. Um. Well, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <Funny> story. <laughs> uh. Well, there there there's a chance I may be going back again soon. Okay. All right. Nothing so, wrong with that. So it may not be over yet. But <laughs> I do have. Uh... <laughs> I know. I thought I was done. Um. But uh, I may be going back again soon. Uh, and then there's a there's another trip to another country that I may uh, that uh, will be happening later this oh, month, cool. but it hasn't been 100 percent scheduled yet. So I'm 
I'd like to I'd like to spend one whole month of 2017 <laughs> at home. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I don't I don't see it happening anytime soon. <laughs> well, hopefully this other country you're going to uh, has retro gaming. Um, well, every uh, I would think almost every country you can go to will have retro gaming. Heavy retro gaming, hopefully. Uh, heavy retro gaming is another story, but. <laughs> um, We'll we'll see what happens Alrighty. if I go to said country, which All I haven't right. said. No, of course. And uh, <laughs> that country of which you haven't said, which you would say later that you haven't said, we'll say, and we'll figure out with the podcast and the uh, said that, games. That's what I said. <laughs> awesome. So, so, um, so yeah, so I'm back from Japan, and um, I did happen to listen to the second half of our podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, last week, that. which I was not a party to. <laughs> well, you you were there in spirit. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, no no no, I was there in spirit because there were there were several references to me. <laughs> if you haven't heard, go back and listen to last week's episode. We uh, we did a kind of a two parter in one episode because uh, when me and Anthony were recording, Anthony was recording before he had to go to work, so he had to uh, rush out, which I don't blame him to get to work. So I continued the podcast with our friends Frank and Verdi at even though I thought it was going to be. Croxleys, there was a lot of last-minute changes, which is mm-hmm. why I'm like, let's throw out the Croxleys. Welcome to Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> yes, which, which which was very entertaining because during conversations, I just kept hearing, you need another drink? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was a sweetheart. <laughs> did, did, did she... Did she sign a release form? <laughs> well, she saw she saw the she saw the recorder on the table, so she had to. Open it. We were in a public place. I think that's allowed. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you keep believing that. But anyway, so um, I, I did take the opportunity to listen to the listen to uh, the three of you guys talk Excellent. retro gaming and uh, reference me. And so, thank you to Frank and Verdi for joining the podcast. And uh, I uh, I take uh, I take umbrage to every single thing that was spoken against me. <laughs> Um, and you know, I'd like, I'd love to say that their stories of our retro gaming past were not true, but I can't do that. <laughs> oh, the all, the, the all important part is unfortunately it was all, all true for all of us, for all of us. Unfor- unfortunately, yes. But, uh, Verdi always had a, a, a thing about <laughs> trying try to piss me off when we used to game. Any chance he could get. Do, do you... <laughs> I was gonna say, do you remember any of all, any of that vividly? Oh, I remember every single one. <laughs> Go back. And he, and... Did, he did bring up the perfect one. Yes. <laughs> so the one where he, I was, I was playing somebody else in uh, one of the WWF games, and uh, uh, he took the controller out of uh, Brian's hand <laughs> to, <laughs> to beat me. <laughs> oh, great moments. Oh, life on the gaming. No, that was that was. I really didn't think. Um... I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was and with them, too. And nothing against them, too, just saying in a public forum and uh, just chatting away. Uh, your thoughts on anything they said with the hockey stuff? Oh, yeah. No, I remember um, I remember Verdi was notorious for um, updating the hockey games as much as he could. <laughs> so he always had he always had the updated roster come trade deadline. <laughs> so and I remember he specifically pointed out um NHL two K on Dreamcast, which I was obsessed with as well because I, I actually still have it. Um I don't play it anymore, but I still have it. But I do remember also updating that one um thanks to him. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I yeah, definitely a lot of good hockey gaming in the past and uh uh, unfortunately, those were games I was never really good at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Well, maybe you're not my strong suit. You're a better player on the ice than you are off the ice. Sure. Let's believe that. (laughs) Let's roll with it. Yeah, let's roll with it because nobody listening nor you have seen me play. No, no, that is very true. I've never seen you play hockey. Next time I come out there to L.A., I'll I'll watch a game. Yeah, no, I can't play that week. (laughs) Never even said when I was coming. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) I can't play that week. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no, that was a good good episode, a good good ribbon by the boys, and uh, I'm sure Anthony's going to take his time to uh, to wait to get his due revenge on Frank and, uh, Frank and Verdi. Oh, yes, it will come. <laughs> Sweet. So, so anyway, um, something I wanted to bring up, uh, since I'm now back from Japan and, and semi-lucid, <laughs> um, is uh, you have been neglecting a certain something that we discuss here every week. And if I remember correctly... I make sure I mix this podcast very well and I post it every week. What are you talking about? No, no, I understand oh. that. But uh, what I want to know is that uh, several months ago... <laughs> Has it you, been already? You had, you, you had promised and began playing Castlevania II. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. um, both on, our, on Facebook Live and just in general. Mm-hmm. And... Um, You've been kind of silent lately, so what's going on with that? I've been very bad. No, you're right. It's been a... I can't believe it's been already probably about a month. Um, just a, a, as I figured it was going to happen, life got in the way, but life got in the way big time. I started without getting delving too too personal here, um, only because I Uh-oh. know... No, no, it's nothing bad. Um, I just know other people actually listen to the show now. So I started a new, new job or a new position at work, uh, which is kind of got me in my head for the last for about the last month and uh, just when I come home I'm just beat and tired I'm usually end up going to bed fairly early so um and the last couple of Fridays I've actually been busy going back to Brooklyn I live in Long Island going back to Brooklyn for some things um so it's just really just haven't had the time uh one time actually I think we did in lieu of Castlevania I ended up recording the episode of Trish plays with Ninja Gaiden and Kirby. So yep, saw that. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the bonus? No, because as usual, when I start doing something, I usually forget to rec- hit the record button. So, <laughs> so um, I had to had to grab that uh, that the uh, raw footage of the legit first gameplay, putting that poor girl through Ninja Gaiden. I don't know what I was. Well, thinking. that's typical you. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just, that's just torture. <laughs> But um, I, I haven't forgotten about Castlevania 2 because every time whenever I turn on the NES Classic, I see it there. It's waiting. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I have not touched it. I've only played it. I only will play it when I'm on Facebook Live. So don't worry, people. <clears throat> I've completely forgotten where I am. I've completely forgotten what I've had to do. And I think in, in a kind of weird way, we've all experienced that. We've all played some sort of role-playing game. I'll call it a role-playing game. Um where you stop playing and you go to pick it up and you completely forgot where you are and what oh, you're doing. Oh yeah, I can I can definitely attest to that. There's no question about it. <laughs> Actually, the first one the first one that comes to mind is Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it with, with both Shining Force and Shining Force Two, and I've done it with um, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> so. Oh uh, yes, um, I didn't do it with the first Kingdom Hearts, but uh, I started uh, Chain of Memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got to I got to a certain level. I think I'm at uh, the Hercules level. Okay. And I, I I believe where I left off where I was stuck fighting Cloud. <laughs> oh man. Because he's impossible to yeah, beat. Sure is. Um, especially in Chain of Memories, because Chain of Memories it's it's a weird fighting mechanism because mm-hmm. you have to use cards. Yeah, that's what I didn't you, like to it. fight. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. And but I was adamant about I'm going to play through this one so I can, you know, go consecutively through the series. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can safely say that I have never played Kingdom Hearts 2 because I refused to <laughs> until I finished Chain of Memories. But I can't get past this level on, on Hercules. And at this point, I have no idea what the game's about. <laughs> and, and Kingdom Hearts 3 is about to drop any any month now. Well, I know. Pa- I know. PlayStation's going to get my money. Damn it! Because <laughs> I haven't bought. I haven't bought enough systems in the last few months. Jeez. Um, yeah, I think Kingdom Hearts, the first Kingdom Hearts. I think I left off at like the Hundred Acre Woods, and that was about it. Uh, well, yeah. I well, King. The first Kingdom Hearts was excellent. Like oh, I, yeah. I, I flew through that game. It was so cool. Um, and then of course I got hung up on Chain of Memories, but. Um, yeah, when I was debating last year about whether to get an Xbox One or a PS4, mm-hmm. um, I almost bought the PS4 specifically because I knew Kingdom Hearts was going to be coming out. Kingdom Hearts Three was going to be coming out on it, mm-hmm. and uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yes, um, right. but then but then somebody told me that they were releasing that on Xbox One, so I went Xbox One. Now <laughs> I have two I have two reasons to buy a PS4, and it's not just for um kingdom hearts 3 it is also for the 25th anniversary re-release of night trap honestly right that (laughs) dropped out of nowhere let's talk about that one um yeah i I forgot the name of the company but first of all it's been 25 years i I can't believe it and night trap night trap is going to be uh released on a um on physical physical media yeah, so um, I think Night Trap was an interesting choice for them to bring back. I mean, considering, yes, it's the 25th anniversary and all, but, um, you know, not exactly the the game anybody would be clamoring for today, at least I would think, uh, except for people like me who still own a Sega CD. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think the game, I think it's more, it's that that nostalgia niche of a small group of people who, who remember that game, remember it being one of the first games to really quote unquote push the envelope um i guess as far as with the full motion video and the the um the topic that you mm-hmm. know it it, it, it just, and plus it was so bad it was the acting was horrible in it and uh, it was probably yep. dana plato's last appearance <laughs> um it's it's actually very possible that that might have been the last <laughs> the last thing she she filmed um and uh Funny, funny story about Night Trap, and I think I've actually shared this on the podcast before. Um, I may have. If I haven't, I, I will now. We always have but, new um, listeners. But uh, one of the actors in Night Trap was um, – An- his name was Andrus Jones. And the reason why I bring him up is because he was actually in one of my favorite horror film series of all time. He was in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. <laughs> Um, and if anybody has seen that movie, Andrew Jones plays Rick, who's Alice's brother, and he's like the he's like the uh, the karate kid in that movie, <laughs> so to speak. Um, so fast forward, fast forward to you know moving to L.A. Um, my current landlord, who's a really good friend of mine, um, is best friends and former roommate with Andrew Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so you should be getting a complimentary copy any day in the mail of night trap yes signed by Andrew <laughs> oh that'd be awesome get me a copy I, I i will do that but uh again I, I just love playing six degrees of me when it comes <laughs> to stuff like this 
Oh man! Now I don't know if you saw the the actual website or not or the article. Maybe uh, I don't think there's a website yet for it. But I found it interesting that it, they showed two pictures of again. It's gonna be a physical disc that on for the PlayStation Four. One had like a Sega CD type cover to it, and one had a Sega CD th- or a Sega 32X CD cover to yeah. it. Did you see that? Yeah, because it was uh, it was actually released on both. Correct, but I'm wondering uh, if there's going to be any difference between the two. I can't imagine there would be because it would have just thrown um, it all onto one disc. No, I don't. I don't. I don't recall it being any different. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think. I don't think it would be. Um, but it was. Well, I mean, we'll have to wait and see because it was actually. Um, it was actually released on the Sega 32X. Yep. Um, and you know what? I might as well just segue into, since we did happen to bring up Night Trap, that is the topic of my retro spotlight yes. for this week. Sweet. <laughs> so we're getting I'm, into, retro, I'm getting into retro spotlight a little early. Yeah, I'm worried we may have we may have hit all the topics. Dana Plato and your landlord, or your landlord's friend. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, you, you would think that that's all there is about <laughs> Night Trap. But no, there's more. So, <laughs> so this week's retro spotlight is about Night Trap, which was originally released on the Sega CD, mm-hmm. um, and it was developed by Digital Pictures, released on October fifteenth, nineteen ninety two, which was uh, clo- which was close to my birthday. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> so, wow. Um, but I do not remember asking for it for my birthday because I was fourteen. So, <laughs> and I don't know if I. Well, I'm, I'm guessing mom wouldn't. Wouldn't have known, so she could have possibly bought it for me. So anyway, <laughs> should have asked for it, damn it. Anyway, I still own it. It's in my collection. Um, so it was originally released on the Sega CD only, but then it was later ported to the Sega 32X, which is why you see a different cover with the 32X on it. Mm-hmm. So it was released on the 32X. It was also released on the 3DO. <laughs> uh, it was released on MS-DOS. Wow. And, um, and uh, Macintosh. Oh, Okay. So, um, and for good reason, uh, I can imagine it being released on those because it was an interactive, you know, it was one of the very first interactive movie games mm-hmm. um, and it ran on CD. And at the time, you know, CD-ROM was just becoming a thing. So, you know, I'm sure, um, I'm sure Mac and, uh, you know, PC wanted to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. So, um, so the game itself, for those of you who don't know uh, about Night Trap is it's, Basically, a very, 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 very low-rent horror movie <laughs> um, that runs in real time. Uh, the game has over 90 minutes of uh, full-motion video. Wow, 90 and, minutes? Okay, I didn't yeah, know that. About 90 minutes. So they basically filmed the movie. Yeah. Um, they filmed the 90-minute movie, and the whole plot of the film was about a group of young women who were having a, a – slumber party get together um and they become targets of these vampires or these <laughs> vampire like beings who oh, want to take their blood i forgot so, they were vampires that's right, right. and then <laughs> and then um dana plato's character in the film for those of you who don't know who dana plato was she had a very successful role on the sitcom different strokes back in the 80s what you talk about anthony <laughs> well i'm talking i'm talking about dana plato <laughs> Um, she actually played like an undercover agent or something like that who was trying to stop the vampires from doing what they're doing so that was her role in the uh, in the actual film (laughs) so and the way that the game plays is that the video runs in real time 
And you're basically – it's almost like you're sitting in um, like a security room and you've got six security cameras in front of you, one for each different room. Mm-hmm. And in those rooms, stuff is happening uh, just as the game is going. Like in other words, things are happening even if you're not watching it. So the, the po- point of the game is you're supposed to scan the rooms – and then stop the vampires from killing the girls. Um, and the only way you could do that is if you basically scan through the rooms quickly and like catch the right moment for when they're coming in the room because the the movie basically doesn't stop playing. Yeah, that's it's just re- it's it's in real time. It's it's like living through a season of Twenty Four. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's, that's a good where comparison. things never stop. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a very good comparison. I like that. Yeah. So. Um, so basically, that's that's the idea of the of the show, uh, of the of the, of the uh, game of the game, <laughs> of the game itself. I'm sorry. Um, so it was filmed. It was actually filmed in 1987. The game came out in 1982. So it was actually filmed five years earlier. If you're ready to be more productive and efficient in your mornings, listen up. Stop wasting time scrolling through endless articles online or getting lost in your email inbox trying to keep up with the day's news. Instead, listen to all the news you need in just about 10 minutes a day with the Newsworthy Podcast. Not only are we fast, we also focus on staying fair and factual. So if you want to be informed, not influenced, the Newsworthy is here for you. And because we cover a wide variety of stories from politics to tech to even entertainment, it's not just the doom and gloom stuff. Never feel uninformed, overwhelmed, or annoyed by the news again. Listen to one of the fastest growing daily news podcasts recommended by the likes of Harper's Bazaar and Podcast Magazine. In fact, Fast Company called the newsworthy 10 minutes of well-spent listening and said the tone is fair, effortless, friendly, and trustworthy. Simply search for The Newsworthy in your podcast app right now to subscribe and listen for free. Search for The Newsworthy to get fast, fair, fun news of the day with The Newsworthy. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Uh, wow. Over a th- over three weeks in Culver City, California, um, and it was originally developed for Hasbro's Control Vision video game system, which never heard you of. N- never heard of because I don't even know if it came out. Um, it was originally uh, known as Nemo. That was the code name for the actual <laughs> video game system. And what now, it did was. Nemo. Well, here's what the video game system did. It actually used VHS tapes instead of ROM cartridges. What? Yeah. So that was what they were. Um, that's what they were developing. However, they never they never completed production on the system. So the footage for Night Trap was just kind of thrown into an archive, and then Digital Pictures swooped in and purchased it in 1991, wow. and then they ported it, and then they created the game over for Sega CD. You know, now that you say, I mean, that is what, like, when you go back and even watch clips on YouTube and stuff of the game, realizing that that was filmed in 87, that kind of almost puts a whole different spin on it. And almost, like, understandably where the the, the cheesiness factor steps in, because it was already five years old by then. 
Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we all know that, you know, the horror genre is known for its, you know, cheesy films. So yeah. um, what, I, what I find interesting is that when they – well, I mean, I guess there was no way to really release it as a film itself because, <laughs> um, because the issue with the game is that you have – you have actual actors talking to the screen because they're talking to you because mm-hmm. they're trying to instruct you on what you need to do and whatnot. Um, so, um, so Digital Pictures picked it up and they created it for the Sega CD platform uh, and released it in 1992. Um, the game itself cost about um, 1.5 million to produce. Wow! So, which, 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 yeah, I mean, which, which is a decent amount of money for a game. But back uh, then. Well, I would. Well, I mean, I would think back then you're filming a whole movie and whatnot. Yeah, true. Um, so, and so, a few other things to point out about this game. Uh, this game was definitely notorious for its controversy because of its adult-oriented mm-hmm, nature. Mm-hmm, very much. Um, and uh, back in 1993. Um, there was a—I don't know if you remember—there was a there was a hearing at the United States Senate regarding mm-hmm. mature video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Night Trap was one of the one. Uh, Night Trap and I believe Mortal Kombat were like two yeah. of the two of the games at the forefront of that. And those, uh, you know, Night Trap and Mortal Kombat, of course, but Night Trap was one of the games that is responsible for the ratings that we have on video games today, <laughs> um, because um, the, you know that Senate hearing led to the creation of the Entertainment Software Rating Board. Uh, which is, you know, the ESRB that we see on all of our video games. <laughs> which for us at this age doesn't really mean anything anymore, but back in the day that really put a hamper on stuff we were able to buy. Oh, absolutely. And it's actually funny that you should mention uh, that. that um, it's funny to bring this up now because since they're releasing a 25th anniversary release, the ESRB rating for this game now is teen. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where society has progressed. Oh, since this game man. You, you would think it would have got like an AO rating or something like that. Holy nope, cow. It's teen. Nope, it's teen. You know, it's, it has been. It's funny yeah. to say that real quick, unrelated. I'll, I'll I'll try and find the article for next week. But I saw something. There was a, a game that uh, like a re-release, not not Night Trap, that it like pushed the envelope with with uh, sexuality and 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 violence and blood and guts and everything, which was originally an M rating, but now got a T, got a teen rating. It's almost like they're pushing like teen rating, but they're really pushing the envelope with a, with a T rating. It's pro- it's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah, um, I just think we've come a, we've come so far in video games, especially when I mean when you think about like the Call of Duties and things like that, where basically like, hey guys, you know, be in control of an army and shoot the hell out of a bunch of people. You know, I think I think those are those are now what are considered mature games. Whereas you know, a game like Night Trap is like, oh, you know what, this isn't so bad anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird, you know. I find it funny like where the video games are starting to push like pull back a little bit with the rating system, where like mm-hmm. movies and television is like almost like pushing it forward with like what can and can or what should or shouldn't be on tv i feel like those two genres are kind of going in opposite directions which is pretty interesting yeah um and yeah it's just yeah it is kind of interesting how that goes and oh and just so you know the 25th anniversary of nine trap will be on the ps4 and the xbox one. Oh, okay so Good. I can hold out on my PS4 a little <laughs> bit longer, just a um, tad bit longer. Awesome. And there will also there will also be three different um, three different cover arts for it because there were three different cover arts for the game. Okay. Um, so there was I remember there was an illustrated version, and then oh. um, there was an illustrated version, and then there was one specifically with Dana Plato on the cover, and I don't know what the third one is. I remember the one with Dana Plato. I don't remember the illustrated version. I have to look that. Yeah. Up. 
There was a, there was definitely an illustrated version because I remember it with uh, one of the uh, vampire ninjas and this uh, this girl this blonde girl right up front and center. You got a close up <laughs> of her and she's like screaming and stuff. <laughs> All um, right, we'll look that up. So uh, so in turn, you know, just to. Con- finish up the retro spotlight um the recept the critical reception for this game was kind of mixed but generally positive mostly because of the fact that we were dealing with uh an interactive video game with actual full motion video which at the time was obviously really groundbreaking mm-hmm. um so uh basically you know your your reviews were from mediocre to great like um electronic games gave it like a 90 percent Wow. Uh, rating overall, huh. uh, whereas like Electronic Gaming Monthly kind of gave it midway, like fives and sixes. Huh. So, so it you know it kind of went it kind of went back and forth. Okay. Um, but you know, but the but the issues that arose from the game obviously were that it was cheesy, um, and then the gameplay itself isn't the most you know isn't the most glamorous because you're watching a movie and you're switching rooms. Uh, just uh, just to catch whatever's happening, and if you don't catch it, you basically lose. It, for for those who 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 are too young to remember Night Trap, or or even ever, or just never played the game, if you ever played Five Nights at Freddy's, which is the current stuff, um, it almost plays the exact same way with the monitors, and you have to click on it at the right time and everything. It is it does get annoying after a while, in my opinion, but still yeah, a great game. Ex- yeah, no, I mean, I remember uh, to this day I still haven't beaten it because I never sat down to actually – because the, the goal of the game is to actually sit there and learn when the moments are going to happen in yep. which room so that you can stop them. Um, so I remember um, the furthest I gotten into the game I think was like 25 minutes into the game before <laughs> uh, before I – you know, before I lost. And it's yeah. not that – you know, you don't die, but, it you know, the girls die. Yeah, so. <laughs> you don't want that happening. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so um, – that's uh, that's more or less the retro <laughs> spotlight on Night Trap. There you go. You know, you got you got to save the lives of the girls, but it did not save Dana Plato's career. Let's face facts. Aww. It, it, it didn't save other things about Dana either, unfortunately. <laughs> not, not at all. Probably wasn't that long after, right? Um, wow, well, I mean, well, I guess it must have been because this was actually shot in 87. Oh, that's true. So. Yeah, you're right. No, actually, she she was probably in the middle of uh, of um different strokes while she was filming that yeah so yeah. talk about uh Two yeah talk about, opposite... talk about a switch it's like yeah hi i'm little sweethearted kimberly and then uh you know vampires everywhere <laughs> <laughs> well she wasn't all of a sweetheart remember she kept throwing up her breakfast <laughs> oh yeah that's very true oh a little bulimic kimberly <laughs> that... <laughs> real quick and then we're gonna move on different strokes had the best special what they call them? Um, special episodes. You used to call oh, them yeah. very it's special episodes. Like, it's almost like a, it, back before PSAs some, were PSAs. <laughs> best. I mean, Arnold and Dudley about... in the bike shop. Dudley in the bike shop. <laughs> Sam getting kidnapped and should have stayed kidnapped. That little annoying kid kept wet in the bed. <laughs> oh, um, oh, um, oh, Sam, the Remember redheaded Sam? kid. Yeah, yeah. But later on, when um, I think Dana left the show. And um, I think even Todd Bridges maybe she left, left the show. Maybe she left the show to do Night Trap. Probably, and then they. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Well, that's that's for another show at another time. We can talk about different strokes for a long time with those very special episodes. That's very true. That is very very true. Suddenly <laughs> in the bike shop. All Dudley right, and <laughs> the bike shop. So so let's uh, let's uh, let's move on from Night Trap. <laughs> I think I think uh, I think we've uh, okay gotcha. done enough on that. Gotcha. 
All right, so we're going to move on. I think from uh, from a uh, from different strokes and night trap to uh, yes to super potato and uh, some games that actually both you and I both picked up. We were in spots that had some games for sale. Ah, very true. So um, uh, super potato, which uh, <laughs> if anybody listens to me week after week, is probably my favorite place to go to in Japan. Um, of course, my coworkers get a good laugh out of that because they're all trying to see they're all trying to see the sights of Japan in the few out free like hours we have. I run straight to Super Potato and go shopping. <laughs> Video Super, games. Super Potato is now our go to, and I'm not it's even def- there. I know it's definitely our go to. There's no question about that. So, uh, and um, for anybody who's listening, if you haven't seen my post online yet, mm-hmm. um, I happen I managed to take a ton of pictures inside Super Potato to just show you guys just how massive uh, a collection they have there of games that you can buy. And uh, I'm just like I'm floored, and I want to buy every system. <laughs> I've seen you sent me a couple of photos through the times that you've been there um nothing major just kind of like either a photo of of a quick game you're buying or a game that you're buying for me take a look at it but this is the first time i like actually saw like like the the aisles and the rows and just what it looks like and it's on the facebook page we'll put it on the instagram page um as well very shortly we'll probably already be up there by the time you hear this but um it looks very like it's not tiny, but it looks cramped or crowded, I guess is a good term. It's uh, terribly crowded. It's one of those places where basically you can fit one person down each aisle. Honestly. So, so when two people are shopping at the same time, it's a lot of, oh, excuse me, excuse me, going sideways. <laughs> and, yeah, it's like that. However, like they've got that place maxed out. Oh, like, God. Yeah. Absolutely maxed out um with uh with games and uh the one in tokyo is actually two floors uh of uh, retro gaming so um the first floor is mainly your um nes uh, or i'm sorry famicom super famicom Mm -hmm. um i believe they had um uh sega genesis sega dreamcast on the first floor and then upstairs was like saturn playstation basically all your all your cd based games Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm More or less. So I'm just absolutely huge. Um, And then the one in Osaka um, is, I think I want to say it's it's also two floors, but the first floor is all current games. So it's like the the store the storefront when you walk into it off the street. Mm -hmm. It's all here's all the current stuff. You want the older stuff, you go upstairs. Mm -hmm. Um, And most of the photos that you, uh, and pretty much all of the photos that I showed you uh, in there was from the uh, second floor in the Osaka yep. um, super potato. So, <laughs> but just, just insane. And if you look at those photos, you'll see that there are glass cases where they keep a lot of the more expensive games. And that's what I was telling you. Remember I was telling you that the, there are games there that are like 900 bucks, like yeah. mighty Morphin power Rangers for super Nintendo yep. uh, punch out uh, for super, super Famicom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm like, because, you know, it's just crazy how expensive some of the games are. And it's because, you know, you're looking at them, they're in their original packaging and whatnot. Um, so I had talked on the podcast previously about how, you know, the most expensive one I found was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That is not true anymore. <laughs> we have a new winner. We have a new winner. So the current most expensive game that I saw there um, was a whopping $1,900. <laughs> What could possibly be nineteen hundred dollars? Uh, it's some game called Ninja Masters on the Neo Geo. 
Oh, okay. That's that sounds like the regular retail price Neo Geo used to be over here. Nineteen. Yeah, pretty much. It's nineteen hundred dollars. Now I know we did a retro spotlight, and I did not look into Ninja Masters that <laughs> much. Um, but the game when it originally came out was one hundred and fifty dollars for the Neo Geo, and which makes sense because the games back then uh, for Neo Geo were always expensive. That sounded about right. Yeah. Uh, so it was like one hundred fifty bucks, but it was basically just a two uh, a two D fighter. You know, it's like basically, you know, when Street Fighter and all that stuff was coming out, Ninja Masters was just one of those. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, uh, and the reviews weren't that great for it. So, um, for anybody who's looking to add to their Neo Geo collection and has nineteen hundred dollars to spare, um, you can pick up Ninja Masters at, uh, <laughs> Super, at Potato. Super Potato in Osaka, Japan. <laughs> Boy, that conversion rate—they got that down pat, don't they? Holy cow! More or less. Well, I mean, it's funny because when you look at it in yen, like I'm sure your eyes would pop out because in yen it's 198,000 yen. <laughs> it seems like a small mortgage. Good God. Yeah, more or less. It's like, can I put a down payment and pay it over 30 years? Six <laughs> percent uh, interest, of course. <laughs> but the pictures you put up, uh, yeah, no, definitely does that place justice. And there was some sweets, you know, some of the pictures, and these are all on the Facebook page right now. Um, the there is not like you mentioned before. There is not an inch of real estate that's not being used in that building. Um, yep. and I mean they got everything just all packed to the gill. And it was kind of interesting. Now I've never seen an N sixty four box for an N sixty four Japanese game. Um, I thought those were pretty interesting. I mean, not anything major different than what we have. Um, mm-hmm. as far as like like artwork or anything like the boxes just are slightly designed different uh so it's kind of cool to see those and then all the games that are they even have the games outside like game carts only uh shrink wrapped and and ready for sale yeah no they keep they keep every single every single game there is wrapped um every every single one of them is wrapped in plastic Mm -hmm. um they 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 the quality there is just excellent which is why the other reason why i keep going back there and uh the staff there super super nice um, you know, they, um, I think one of them speaks a little bit of English. Oh, so that she, 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 she was my go-to girl. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, no, no. Super nice. Really, really helpful. And then when you buy games, they actually, uh, at least when you buy the games in their original packaging, yeah. they'll open them up. They'll check them really? to make sure that everything is in there that needs to be in there before wow. they, before they actually give it to you. That's so, really good. Yeah. The, the, I have to say like the customer service and everything like that, um, is amazing there. Top notch. Uh, you know, and to your point about it being packed to the gills, it's like literally everywhere you turned, you found something. Like I was standing at the register asking about um, uh, WWF games because I know you asked me to look for WWF games for mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. And I just glance over to my right and I see these, I see these things hanging on the wall by the register with, um, twi- you know, the um, the cable ties. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I just glance over and I go, what are these? I go, they were the Famicom Disk System games. There was no room on shelves for them, so they just had them hanging on the wall. Um, wow. Which was awesome. Because thanks to that, I was able to find Super Mario Brothers 2 for you. Yes. Which is you. on the way. Oh, um, and uh, I picked up, um, I picked up uh, Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link. Nice. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, just everywhere you looked, I mean, it was just games on top of games. And I must have spent at least an hour and a half in there just going <laughs> through stuff because, I mean, two issues. One, 
not all the game not all the games are displayed where you can see the cover art okay so oh yeah you're right you know because yeah if you look at some of them you'll see like there are shelves where everything is sideways um that was the first hiccup the second hiccup is um for somebody who doesn't speak the language um i can't i don't know what the games even are uh <laughs> Um, or how they're alphabetized because they're alphabetized by Japanese character. They're not alphabetized, you know, you know, A oh, through man. Z. Yeah, so, put a yeah. On. So, so right. So basically, if I couldn't see the image of the game, it was impossible for me to find it. The only way I could have found the game was to literally research it ahead of time and then just ask them, um, <laughs> because I don't know that I don't know what the translation is nor where it would have been uh, alphabetized. So. True. I was going by what I saw. <laughs> and half the fun half the fun of going into even here in the States, like with modern games, half the fun of going into these game stores is just to peruse the shelf and as if it's older games to just pop them off the shelf, take a look at it, pop on the back on. So exactly. I can understand your hour and a half in Super Potato, and I can also understand, you know, not wanting to do the research ahead of time. Yeah, exactly. Because part of the part of the fun is actually just going in there, and especially when you don't have a set game in mind. Like mm-hmm. you know, I had I had your shopping list. I was like, <laughs> but for, but for me specifically, like you know, I had already I had already been there twice or two or three times before. Um, so I had picked up a bunch of stuff that I already want. I uh, already you know they wanted probably and bought. See so you coming a mile away. It's like, oh, here comes the American again. Here we go. Exactly. So yeah, they're week. like they're like, oh, here we're gonna get all his money. <laughs> so uh, they close every time you leave because <laughs> they're more good. or less. They're like, oh, we hit our quota <laughs> for the year. <laughs> but um, so um, so just going through going through the stacks was fun, but at the same time, a slight bit frustrating because I'm like I'm like I don't know what I'm looking at. Because <laughs> so, um, some of the, no, because some of the games like you know, especially when it was cartridge only, it's just Not got the true. title on it. So it's like when I see it and I just see a title, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I have no idea what this is. Yeah, right. Uh, so just a tad bit frustrating, but definitely worth my time because I have no problem spending a couple of hours in there going through games. <laughs> so Your coworkers yeah. may have uh, may have a problem with it, but you, you're good to go. Oh, yeah, but see, I have a solve for that now. So um, when I found out that there was a super potato in Osaka um, – uh, you know, I found out where it was, and it was conveniently located around the corner from this other. Sh- Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now forty to sixty percent off, and women's boots and shoes to finish the look fifty to sixty percent off, and upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart collection. Now sixty five percent off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply street that my coworkers like to go to it's called kitchen street or kitchenware street and basically it's just a slew of stores like just like i think a block or two long because a lot of uh, a lot of the places uh, or at least the, you know where we were going in japan um it's just streets of shops so it's like 
It's and it's almost like an outdoor street. They kind of have a dome over the top oh, of them. Okay. Um, because it rains a lot there. Yeah. And you just walk down the street, and it's just all stuff. This street around the corner is called Kitchen Street because the majority of the stores are surprisingly, you know, <laughs> selling 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 kitchenware, cooking utensils, things like that. So it's just this long street of like stores like that. So I I you know. I went down there with my coworkers. They went down Kitchen Street. I went in Super Potato. It was all good. <laughs> so, uh, so they went on a, they, the block of William and Sonoma, and you ended up in Super Potato. Love it. Exactly. Except William and Sonoma didn't exist over there, as far as I know. <laughs> a lot of local shops. Big, they're big on local shops there. So, um, so yeah. So uh, Super Potato was definitely a, a, a big success this time, um, specifically because I was able to get. Um, Zelda 2 Adventures in Link because yeah, I wanted cool. to add that to my collection as a huge Zelda fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, uh, aside from that, I managed to uh, pick up quite a few other, other things. Now, um, now, this is the I did first I've seen of this. So. Well, this, this is the first you're seeing of it. So I only wound up buying one Famicom game oh. this time around. Now, I know I have a Famicom system, but I pretty much picked up all of the major games that I want. And I, because I did not do the research ahead of time, I really didn't know what I was looking for when I got there. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's that situation where I don't know what the cartridges say, so I'd have to research ahead <laughs> of time. But I did manage to find Tag Team Pro Wrestling. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very for Famicom. Nice. For a whopping 180 yen. <laughs> Pocket change. Pocket Mere change. bag of shells. Mere bag of shells. So then... <laughs> And then, like, so since I wasn't going to get any, like, since I couldn't find anything else for the Famicom, I'm like, well, what else am I going to buy here? Because I'm not leaving Super Potato with just one game for me and, like, ten <laughs> games for you or two games for that. me because I got Zelda 2. So I decided to take it to the next level. Uh-oh. And I picked myself up oh, a, super, look at that. a Super Famicom. Nice. So we're moving, oh, we're moving to 16-bit. That is awesome. You are going to be in such crippling debt. If you keep going to the Japan, <laughs> it's very true. Although, although if you look at the price tag, this only costs oh, like thirty bucks. That was it. That's it. Wow, that's not bad at all. No, not bad at all. Wow. So now, what games would you say that I got for oh, these? Oh man, Super this Fire is a whole new genre now. All right. Well, I know we're moving. We're moving up to sixteen bit. Uh, yeah. Now we're playing with power, superpower. Oh, um, good lord. <laughs> And they haven't brought that up power. in console wars yet. The book that I'm reading. Oh no, not yet. <laughs> Tell me when you get there. No, no. <laughs> but they were they were talking about Genesis and the whole take it to the next level. Do you remember that? A whole. I remember. Um, um, was it Sega Ken? What Nintendo? Don't. Oh yeah, or they, Genesis they, they, Ken they, talk, they, they talked about the guy who uh, they talked about the guy who came up with that and was eventually fired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was such a great marketing. Yeah, but Welcome to the Next Level, I think, was way better. Um, so that. that was their, that was their that was actually their uh, um, that was their marketing ploy that wound up uh, wound up uh, having them beat Nintendo for quite a quite a while for a couple you of know. years actually. Hmm. So, but anyway, getting back to my Super Famicom, yeah. which is the real story for today. So, so I'm gonna guess. Yes. I'm gonna take a guess. I mean, you got to go with your regulars. You got to go with your Super Mario World, uh, Link mm. to the Past. Um, Maybe maybe Super Metroid. What is that? Super correct Mario on, World. Correct on Super Mario World. Excellent. Correct on Link to the Past. Link to the Past. Oh, that's a nice cover art. I like that. It's a beautiful cover. Yeah, that's nice. Absolutely beautiful cover. Wow, cheap um, too. Yeah, 
Well, they had a version of this game because I bought the cartridge only. They had a version of this game, brand new, sealed, never opened. Five hundred yen. Uh, I'm sorry, not five hundred yen. Uh, five thousand. Oh, five hundred dollars. Whatever. Five hundred American dollars. Wow. Yeah. So that would be fifty thousand yen. Yeah. No, that I don't blame you for getting card only, but I also don't blame but, you for sitting there going, hmm, which one? Uh, <laughs> no, I actually was like, I, I stared at it for a, a long time, and I think there was a little drool. <laughs> so we got Super Mario and a link to the past. All right. Um, also picked up Super Mario World 2. Oh, not. Wait a minute. Yo- yeah. Y- Yoshi's Island? Yeah. Why is it Yoshi on there? But still, very because, cool. Because it's Mario with the number, you know, holding up two fingers. Yeah, I see. <laughs> That's the artwork, okay, dude? <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, one of the best racing games on Super oh, Nintendo. F-Zero. Or Famicom, F-Zero. Man, that, Pick- that game series has fallen off the planet. Good stuff. Which is a shame because it was awesome. It's amazing. A um, couple of randoms. Um, there are apparently a huge number of Mickey... Mouse oh, games on Super Famicom. Uh, it could be. I think it might be. <laughs> okay. That was my guess when I picked it up, but there were actually four different Mickey Mouse games on the Super Famicom. I just opted to buy the first one to see okay. uh, because I'm hoping it's Castle Evolution, which is a great game. Oh, totally. Um, while, I was, while I was scanning the stacks um, – oh, actually, no. Before I get to that one, I'll show you these. Um, of course – We've got oh, Donkey Kong Country. Super Donkey Kong, it's called. That's which was, weird. Which is called Super Donkey Kong. Yeah. And I got one, uh-huh. two, and three. Got the so, series. Sweet. Got the series, which was awesome. Um, and then I was going through the... You remember I told you, I was going through the random stacks trying yeah. to just find anything. And I found this, and you'll appreciate this because you are a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. But I found a New Japan Pro Wrestling <gasps> game. Nice. Look at now, that. It's Fusion yeah. Thunder Liger and Great Mood on the cover. Awesome. Exactly. And then what I found even more entertaining was the price. <laughs> a dollar, a hundred yen. <laughs> oh, this man. whopper, this game cost me ninety cents. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I have no hope for it. <laughs> That's cool though. Actual New Japan game. That's sweet. Yes. Well, and then last but not least, I know uh, I'm keeping to the theme of wrestling since we are big wrestling fans, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you're a bigger wrestling fan than I am these days. But, Pro Slam World you know. Podcast. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, cheap plug. Um, so um, one of the – if you remember on PlayStation, um, I had ordered uh, – remember Fire Pro Wrestling G? Oh, yeah. From Japan. I had ordered – I had imported that because it was the only game at the time that had – WWF, WCW, ECW characters, mm-hmm. along with New Japan and other Japanese all wrestling com- federations. So it was all-encompassing. It had like 300 characters in it, which was awesome. Completely unlicensed. <laughs> right, exactly. But they changed the names, of course. Yeah. Um, but Fire Pro Wrestling G has been around for like 20-some-odd years. In fact, we had talked about it at one point on the podcast on mm-hmm. how there's been like – I don't know, like 20 different versions of the game over the last like 20 some odd years. Uh, The Super Famicom had quite a few. So I managed to get my hands on Super Fire Pro Wrestling um, 2. Nice. In its original packaging from 1992. Very cool. I followed that up with Super Fire Pro Wrestling 3. (laughs) 
Awesome. Even better cover art. Yep. Uh, and then we moved on to Super Fire Pro Wrestling Special. Oh, special edition. Okay. Wow, these are cheap. And if you look at the back, you can see Sting in there. Oh, yeah. Yep. Sting. That's yep. definitely Sting. And then uh, topped it off with Super Fire Pro Wrestling X Premium. Ooh. Now we're talking hardcore. Yes. So, oh, um, so yeah. So, um, all in all, that was my... That was my haul from um, Super <laughs> Potato this time around. Oh, including I did manage to pick up as well, not not a video game, but video game related, of course, um, a Legend of Zelda pocket watch that they oh, sell over there. Really? And I believe and I believe I sent you a picture oh, of that. Oh, yes. You, well, you sent me like not a picture of the actual. I think you sent me. But an like, image of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's got like the it's got like the Triforce on it with the symbols. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they had two versions. They had that one, and then they had like a it almost looked like a neon or a glow uh, or like a glow in the dark link on it, which was fine. Oh, but I like I like the I like it to be a little more obscure than that. Um, so yeah, really really cool pocket watch. Um, am I ever going to walk around wearing a pocket watch? Probably not. But <laughs> uh, but I just thought it was I thought it was a cool little collectible to pick up that oh, totally. I've never seen here. So I was like, all right, cool. I was like, maybe it exists in the states. I don't know. Very so I wound classy. up picking that up. Very classic. So yeah, so that was my general. Uh, that was what I picked up in Japan uh, outside of the games that I got for you. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure you're going to want to talk about that. <laughs> yes, I have a. I haven't gotten the box yet, but I do have. Um, Anthony was kind enough to send me an image, a picture, image. What is this? 1972. A uh, a photo of the games that are currently on their way, probably somewhere uh, in Wisconsin, probably right now. So you should be getting them tomorrow. Oh, sweet! So it should be in New York. So we got a copy of Super Mario USA, which is our Super Mario Brothers two. Uh, WrestleMania Challenge, which is awesome. It's got Hogan and the Warrior Ultimate Warrior on the cover there. Uh, Doctor Mario, classic game, very classic. In box, as I love, in box Super Mario Brothers three. That is huge. Um, yes. For me. Uh, even better, Rockman 2. If you're unfamiliar, Rockman is Mega Man over there. It's, he's called Rockman. And Mega Man 2, Rockman 2, same game, probably one of the best in the series. Two and three, probably the two best in the I series. Think, I, I think two is, has always been my favorite yeah, of the series. Totally. No question. Um, and um, t- I always get the, the, the guy's name. Takeshi? I think it's called Takeshi's Takeshi? Challenge. Takeshi's Takeshi? Challenge, which I saw on an episode. Look him up. It is very entertaining videos. Jontron on YouTube, J-O-N-T-R-O-N. And he did a video of this game. And this game is so wacky. Can't even begin to explain how the gameplay works. It's like an RPG. But it is well, ridiculous. If you, well, the funny thing about that game too is like when you when you gave me that list and had that on there, I'm like, okay, I was like, no problem. And then I get to the store and I'm like, wait, how am I supposed to find this thing? Um, <laughs> because I have no idea. And then you know, obviously, I, I did what any normal person does. I look it up online, and I'm you know, but I was struggling to find a cover uh, like cover art for the cartridge because <laughs> it's like if I don't have the cover art, I'm not going to find it because uh, I don't know how I'm going to explain to the person at the at the register Takeshi's challenge in yeah. ja- in, in, in Japanese in, right right yeah. exactly so it's like you know I'm not going to start playing charades with that <laughs> so um so then I look up the cover art and I realize I go it's a guy in a business suit <laughs> yep yep the game the game and this is a a paraphrasing uh, John Tron who mentioned this in his video 
it's like probably the only game that has like a Nintendo seal of approval that actually has domestic violence as a portion of the game. And when I say domestic violence, there's a part where you where you you meet your wife, she's yelling and screaming at you about something, and you can either choose an option: divorce, talk to her, leave the house with the kids, or punch her. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's, it's it is so wacky. All right, it's, so. I, I get. I guess I'm adding that to my shopping list for the next trip. <laughs> and then, um, and I remember I asked you this because then there's three other games, and this is probably you mentioned before. Like, there's no cover art to them. It's just the games, and actually, the, the titles are in Japanese. Uh, oh yeah. no, they're not. No, I can actually. No, no they're, they're in English. I just saw now. This is for the first time. Uh, Donkey Kong. Yep. Uh, Mario Brothers, the original Mario Brothers. The original okay. Mario Brothers. Yes. And um, I, I think that because the lights hitting it too hard. I, that Zelda, the blue one. Um, wait. The original Zelda? No, I don't oh, think okay. I got that for you. No, I mean, maybe you didn't. Um, I. I'm trying to remember what it was that a, last one was. It was a blue cart. You know the the light. I think your flash just hit it real good. So well, whatever it is, I'm sure you will enjoy it. Oh yeah, no, totally. I can't wait. Um. So that is a mystery now to be solved at a later date. Uh, or it can be solved in a quick <laughs> moment. Let's see. Let's see what. Let's see what my uh. Let's see what my images tell me. I do see how bright that was, so yeah. Yeah, my apologies. No, it's all right. I'm uh, it yeah, it's the mystery game. Okay. <laughs> there we go. The mystery game. Sweet. Well, I wish you the best of luck with that one. Thank I do, you. I do um, whatever it is, I know it was something you asked for, aside from those awful Tamagotchis. <laughs> what do you mean? It's it's the 25th or 20th anniversary. Well, you know, I'm glad that you enjoy them. I personally <laughs> I've never played them before. I can't oh, wait. Okay, I had I had one. It died very quickly. <laughs> Maybe I'll treat them better than I did with those uh, things from uh, Sonic Adventure that you got to play on the memory card for uh, Dreamcast. Oh, good Lord. I remember that, too. They died really fast. <laughs> uh, Contra? Is it Contra, maybe? Maybe. Oh. Uh, no, it was not Contra. Oh, okay. It was not Contra. Um, anyway, whatever it was, <laughs> find out. Later. Whatever it was, enjoy it. I hope uh, I hope you love it. Uh, love every game and play them because uh, I I've bought all these games and have yet to play any. <laughs> uh, well, I've been playing still Ducktales on the on the Famicom that you got me. So, oh, nice. So um, now, not only those games am I getting in the mail, but I just this past weekend went to what's called Chiller Theater. Uh, Wait, in... before you segue oh, off, segue. This before is still part say... of the thing. What's up? No, no, no. This is well, no. This is this this is something completely different. Oh. Your chiller theater, but um, I wanted to point out really quickly before we leave Super Potato that um, uh, my friend Charlie posted a response <laughs> to all the images on um, on Facebook, and he said that noticeably absent from my photos um, was the um, was the much maligned and equally reviled Virtual Boy. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, yes. <laughs> and um, and uh, he's correct. All of the photos I did originally post did not show a virtual boy. <laughs> now, Larry, I sent you something over Messenger just now. Yes. So if you want to take a look at it. All right, let's see. Hold on. I'm clicking it now. You might see something you like. Uh-oh. What is that? That is a picture of a virtual boy. Do you want to accept the file? I sure do. And I, I, I assumed you would. So... <laughs> So let's zoom in on that. So I did find a virtual boy. Look at that. Wow. That that box has seen better days. <laughs> it has seen better days. Um because it was made. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> it was much better when it was a tree. But, oh, not for nothing. Our box is a whole lot. The American version was a whole lot better looking than this <clears throat> this thing. This box. Well, the bottom line, what the bottom line is, there, there was a Virtual Boy for sale <laughs> at Super Potato. And I regret to tell you, you did not get it. <laughs> oh, come on. How much was that? 23,000 yen? Was that come out to $230? Uh, no, about 200 bucks. Oh, I think that's more expensive than when it first came out. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know what? Any, anything over the cost of a paperweight uh, is too much for that. <laughs> well, I am happy to see that Virtual Boy there waiting to be bought by some young child who will, who will, dust. Who will <laughs> For, learn until the end of time to love the system. The world will end, and the only thing left will be cockroaches and Virtual Boy. Well, I got news for you as well. Um, not that I purchased one, but with me oh, going God. to Chilla, Chilla Theater, I was going to mention a little later, but I'll mention it now. Um, there was I went to one of the booths, and Chilla Theater is basically a collection of degrade celebrities, um, most of which aren't really related to horror, uh, but they also have vendors there selling stuff like horror related stuff. Like I saw some Robert England signed Freddy gloves and Robert England signed uh, Freddy uh, uh, sweaters and stuff. Nice. Yeah, it was. Pre- I mean, the the that's where I would have spent all my money. The autographs were authentic. The the glove and stuff, obviously, they weren't props. It was just bought elsewhere. Um, of course, there was a Jason mask signed by all five Jasons. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and it was like two hundred bucks each. It really wasn't bad at all. Wow. So I went to this one guy who I picked up a couple of retro games, which I'll show you in a moment. But he said he had, because he had a nice Super Nintendo inbox. It seemed better days, but a Super Nintendo inbox he was selling for like 200 something dollars. And he goes, blah, blah, blah. I had this, I had a Genesis, I had a Virtual Boy, I had this. I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down. You had a what? He goes, I had a Virtual Boy. I'm like, do you have it here right now? And he looked at me like, why would I have a Virtual Boy here with me right now for sale? Mm hmm. But he had one. He'd already sold it. I think it was, well, it was about $200, $230. And at first, I thought he said he had five virtual oh, boys. Oh, God. So I'm like, where Nobody can I? Nobody in their right mind would have five of those. I'm like, where can I contact you? Because I will buy one from you. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, didn't you say you had five virtual boys? He's like, no, I only have one virtual boy, and I've already sold it. I was like, oh. And yeah, was, he had one, and that's unfortunately one <laughs> I, one too many. I was so close. Oh, I, was, I thought I was going to get a virtual boy, but uh, um, maybe well, you almost you almost got one from Japan. I, oh, oh. <laughs> my <laughs> next my my next chance will be at the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo, which we're going to start to talk about next week, um, uh, or cool. in the weeks to come. So here's some of the stuff that I ended up picking up from Chiller Theater, which again they're video games, so go figure. First, this thing, which I can't wait, can't wait to hang up at my, my new desk at work, a Ms. Pac-Man metal sign. Oh, it, very nice. It looks, like the name, it looks like from the marquee of the actual um, um, arcade. So that's very cool. You know, and, I, never, I never realized how provocative Ms. Pac-Man was oh, sitting yeah. on, yeah. Her, on her uh, logo. She's laying out there. She's ready. Uh, who's that? That looks like uh, Inky. No, maybe Blinky. Iron her down. She's... Uh, She's committing to that, my friends. She's ready no wonder, for a no long wonder why evening. People like, no wonder why people like Miss Pac-Man better. <laughs> so, and of course, on the back, I always love that. Made in the USA. Very nice. All right. Then game-wise, here we go with games. Now, this I actually picked up for a friend of mine. Um, I was told all these games work, so we're going to see how that works. Um, cart only, Toe Jam and Earl for Genesis. Ooh, friend love of mine, that game. Friend of mine, Mario, who listens to the show. Huge Toe Jam and Earl fan. So I got to meet up with Very him. Very nice. Too. All right, so here's what I bought for myself. Uh, you know what? I'm going to save that one for later. 
three in box, one cart only. Ooh. Um, let's start with Nintendo. I bought this one because I remember my dad used to play it. Um, Battle Tank. For oh, NES. I, I know that game. I never played it, though. Gary Kitchen's Battle Tank. And then they had Super Battle Tank War in the Gulf for Super Nintendo. Um, nice. And these come with the games. They, you know, games are in the box. I'm showing in. I'll put these pictures up soon. So here's the the cart. Very, very nice, clean condition with the cart. Well, a couple stickers, but whatever. We'll get of that. Of course. Um, but what Good old I video love, store stickers. <laughs> uh, instruction booklet. Ah, nice. The, looks like an order form for, to subscribe to Nintendo Power. Oh, you should send that in. I, I would, trust me, I was thinking about it. Um, free offer, like to mail in for like free tip books. Like these kind of warranty cards, and then uh, you should mail that into. Well, the warranty card, I don't know, but the, the Nintendo Power one, I'm thinking of it. God knows what I'll get back. <laughs> they'll, they'll probably ignore you completely. It's kind of like I uh, remember the phone number that you had to call when you played Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. Yeah, I think I think it turned into a porn line. It did. It did. <laughs> oh wait, um, I don't know that. <laughs> Top Gun for NES. Very nice. I also have Top Gun in its original box. Oh, do you? Nice. This box is... Yeah, I picked I picked that up last year at the Gaming Expo by me. Oh, sweet. Oh, I think I remember that. Yes. Yeah, uh, we talked about it. I have Top Gun and Top Gun 2. Yeah. No, I don't have Top Gun 2, but I have Top Gun. Again, it's seen better days, but the card itself looks very clean. Very, very nice. Very nice. Uh, I remember my dad was the only one I know of who was able to successfully, almost every attempt, uh, land the plane. Uh, my my uh, my dad did the same. What was it about that? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just it, the my dad ups, also the knew how to refuel the damn well, jet. I could I could never refuel. No, the thing. I was just gonna say my dad was so good at it. Wasn't your father in in the air force or something? Yeah, he was. That's probably why my dad was in the air force as well. So but that know. but that makes no sense what? whatsoever. That does not translate <laughs> to video games. What? Apparently it does. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> so um, moving on to the Super Nintendo Royal Rumble. Ah, in box, Super Nintendo. I want. I think I have that in box. Also, I think you do. It was either this and or WrestleMania. So, no, I got WrestleMania, the arcade game, in box, and I. Oh, it's lovely. Sweet. And then uh, got the. Now here's the thing. I got the instruction booklet, but yeah. it's it's just the front. And, it's like the middle of the instruction booklet fell out at some point. Oh, so nice. It's just the front and back. Well, at least they were nice enough to leave that for you. <laughs> So I got that. I'll put that back in the box in a moment. And then the, to me, the, the piece de resistance for only ten dollars, cart only, Super Mario Brothers three. Oh wow, that's a great deal for that one. And no stickers, like no no rental game stickers. Yeah, that's a find. Yeah, that's a really good find. And of all places, a chiller theater. Wow. Even better, the sleeve. It's an official Nintendo sleeve. It's not like one of those like generic black sleeves. That is that is pretty awesome. You so, should probably check and make sure it works. Gotta get a Nintendo first. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. I'm not buying you that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, those that's what I got from Chiller Theater, and uh, along with uh, Perfect Strangers autograph. <laughs> yeah, they never made a video game, so we're not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> so um, yeah, no, that was a really really good. Uh, when I found these games, I thought they were they weren't bad. And priced actually wasn't too bad about. Fifteen bucks each, give or take. So yeah, that that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, and that was my foray at Chiller Theater. 
Very nice. Well, I'm glad you had a good time at Chili Theater and you found video games, which would probably be one of the last places I would look for some. Honestly, right? No, when I saw one, I'm like, oh, this guy's got a couple. Um, and then when, when you started talking about the Virtual Boy, I'm like, this guy knows his stuff. He knows what to sell. No, he apparently doesn't because <laughs> uh, everybody knows that the Virtual Boy sucks. How dare you, sir? <laughs> so, uh, But out here on the East Coast on Long Island, like I said, my next opportunity will be uh, in mid-August, the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo. So uh, I'm going to hit that up. Uh, hopefully, if you're in town, we can both hit it up. Uh, that would be really cool. And if I'm not in town, I will be hitting up the SoCal Retro Gaming Expo here in mid-August. Uh-oh, maybe we'll do like a dual broadcast. Holy cow. If they're at, if they're the same weekend, we can do it live. Oh man, that would be awesome and very <laughs> technically. Oh, I don't even know. I, my head hurts just trying to figure out how to sync that up. Yeah, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> so um, we'll, just, we'll just we'll just play we'll just play mine. There we go. <laughs> and forget and, yours. We'll, <laughs> wait a minute. How dare you, sir? <laughs> So, uh, all right, cool. And uh, until then, though, we have a few weeks to get to our respective conventions. But uh, yep. this week, what happened this week? Uh, what happened this week? Are we talking about in gaming? Why not? Because I think we've already discussed everything we actually did this week. <laughs> all right. Well, then I think it's only fair that we go into this week in gaming. This week in <laughs> so, gaming. Um, this week in gaming, uh, not not that much from the '80s, but I will say, like from the there, there was there was a lot that uh, came out. So I'm not I'm not going to hit every single one of them because uh, a thought dawned on me: <laughs> a year from now, when we're doing these episodes, we will have run out of oh, this week God. in gaming <laughs> because we will have gone through an entire calendar year. Ooh, didn't think of that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but then again, I'm also I'm also holding out hope that people that are listening now are going to listen a year from now. <laughs> so that's com- that's a, that's a, completely forget think, what they said, what we've said. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So, I, I, needless to say, I think we're safe. So, <laughs> so anyway, so this week in gaming history, I'm going to go all the way back to 1980 to start oh, this off. Wow. All right. Um, so 1980 on the Apple II, and the only reason why I bring this up, I have no idea what this game is about. I didn't have time to research it. I just love the title of the game. So 1980 on the Apple II, High Res Adventure Number One Mystery <laughs> House. <laughs> now, high res, high, high res adventure. What high res back in 1980? That was like what, like 30 colors or something? <laughs> no, I no, I don't. I think maybe 16. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. 1980 High Res Adventure Number One Mystery House. If anybody out there who listens to us have actually played this game, hit us up on Facebook. I want to know about it, <laughs> and, I, and specifically how high res it was. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, 1984 on the Famicom in Japan, we got Golf. There you go. Just the very original. Remember the? Remember we talked about how. Sports games back then, before they were licensed games, were just very simple. Golf, yep. baseball, football. Very you know, straight up. This one was golf. 1984, Famicom Japan. Nice. Uh, moving on uh, to 1988, also on the Famicom. Uh, I don't know if you remember this game. It's called Jackal. Oh, yeah. I love that game. Yeah. Yeah. So, we used to rent so that it all came the time. Out in, that came out on Japan, in Japan uh, in 1988. Okay. Uh, moving on to 1991, uh, the very first Prince of Persia Ooh. was released in Japan on the Sharp X68000. Yes. yes. <laughs> Our that's the I'm I'm branding it right now. That is the official console of the retro gamers. <laughs> Does that mean I'm going to have to buy one? We're both going to have to find and buy one. 
Oh man. Hello, Super Potato. Uh, do you have a Sharp 68 68,000? Get out. <laughs> At which point they'll look at me and they'll be like, yes, it was way more popular than the Virtual Boy. <laughs> oh, way. What happened to our quota? <laughs> uh, there is no more quota. Um, moving on to 1992, a uh, monumental game, actually. Um, Wolfenstein 3D came out in the nice. United States. Yes, classic. On DOS. Oh, not a classic system, but a classic game. Actually, nope. that's where it started. That's where it started. Yeah, that's where that uh, first-person shooter started. It yep. pre- it, you know, a lot of people think. I think a majority of people think that Doom was the first one, but Wolfenstein beat Doom. Oh uh, yeah, totally. First. Totally. Yep. So, uh, moving on to 1994, we. Uh, I'm trying to get more variety in terms of systems in these releases. So, yeah. uh, 19, 1994 on 3DO in the United States, we got Family Feud. The Ray Combs version. And John Madden football. Nice. John Madden so we got football. The, that was a good one. Yep. We got those in three uh, on 3DO in 94. In 1995 on the Neo Geo, we got Bust a Move in Japan. Love now, it. Bust a Move, not the dancing game, Bust a <laughs> Move, uh, which became Bust a Groove here in the States. Bust a Move was the, the bubble popping game. Yes, I love that series. Yes, me too. Uh, also in 1995 on the on the Sega Master System in Europe. So apparently in 95 they were still making games for the Sega Master System in Europe. Uh, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Oh, okay. I think I remember that. Yep. Hmm. So uh, jumping a couple of years to 1997 on the Sega Saturn for the United States. Okay. Uh, we got Fighters Mega Mix. Ooh. I don't know if you remember no, that No, I do game. remember that. Yeah. No, that was okay. a good fight. Yeah. Um, also, uh, same year, 97, on N64, we got War Gods. Mm, I don't know. Um, and on PlayStation that year, we got NHL 98. There you which, go. Uh, which which Verdi will be happy to hear. So will Frank. <laughs> Both Frank and Verdi, big hockey fans. Let's go Rangers. They're not out of the playoffs yet. I was going to say, after, apparently after last night, it sounded like it was a rough game. Shut oh, up. I'm just saying. Hey, listen, the Islanders <laughs> didn't even make it this year. Yeah, I was just going to say, you should talk. <laughs> And that's our sports-related segment for the day. <laughs> uh, well, let's throw it out there. How the, are the Kings even? No, they're not even in it, right? No, they didn't make okay, it either. Never mind. All right, now we hit all that's three. That's okay, because Rangers, Rangers come first for me. <laughs> uh, jumping to 1998 on the N64 in Japan, we got Bomberman Hero. I just started uh, playing, playing Bomberman on Switch, and it re- I've never played Bomberman before. Now I really want to get back and play the old Bomberman games. Okay, so. well, we're going to, uh, and I know um, Bomberman on the Switch, uh, it's multiplayer online, so we'll have to play at some point. Yes. If I ever take Zelda out of the, <laughs> out of the game, out of my system, I have yet to remove Zelda from my system, and I just picked up Mario uh, Kart 8 Deluxe yesterday. Oh, did you? Oh, the game's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, 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 and I'm looking at it, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to play it. And I'm like, ah, oh, Breath of the Wild. The only thing I'm going to tell you, though, <laughs> don't forget to close the software before you take the card out or else it yells at you. <laughs> oh, it does? Nice. Yeah. Well, I never have to worry about that. Zelda doesn't seem to be <laughs> moving anytime soon. So. Anyway, um, jumping back to 1998 on the PlayStation in the States, we got Hot Shots Golf. Oh, okay. That was a fun game. Yep. Uh, 1999. Grand Theft Auto Director's Cut on PlayStation. Ooh, sweet. Um, moving over to N64, Fighting Force. Do you remember Fighting Force? I do, yes. Yep. <laughs> that was a fun game. Uh, also, uh, in Japan on N64 and 99, Pokemon Stadium was released. Oh, okay. Which uh, was actually a really fun game. I, actually, I still have it on my N64, the American version, it. of course. Um, 
Super Mario Brothers Deluxe for Game Boy Color came out in '99. I like that. That was a fun game. I mean, Sweet it was Super Mario Bros. And, and this specific release in '99, I'm I'm calling out just for Frank, uh, my <laughs> buddy Frank, and former roommate Frank. Um, Baldur's Gate: Tales of the Sword. <laughs> not not the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance we played, but I just thought I'd bring up a Baldur's Gate since it was on the list. <laughs> awesome. Moving to 2000 on the Dreamcast, okay. uh, Grand Theft Auto 2. Ah, that's the one I had, now that I think about it. Yep. Yep. Dreamcast version was released in 2000, and uh, on N64 in 2000, this week we got Excite Bike 64. I've never actually played which that. Was, I know. It was actually really good. It was the first sequel to Excite Bike, because um, we had Excite Bike on NES, and then it went silent. I don't remember it on the Super Nintendo. No, not at all. Uh, right. So then, uh, you know, it came out over a decade later yeah. uh, on the N64, which is kind of cool. Uh, jumping to 2001, in Japan on the Wonder Swan Color, we got Final <laughs> Fantasy II. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, interesting. Um, Mario Party 3 on the N64, with 2001 as well. Classic. Um, and then a, uh, um, Gauntlet Dark Legacy on PlayStation 2. That was a good game. That was a really good game. I really enjoyed that one. If you guys, uh, if any, if people out there listening have not played, um, like Gauntlet, Dark Legacy, or Gauntlet Legends, um, great games. Great upgrades. Uh, yes. And then two games I want to point out just for the sake of their titles. Um, on PC in 2001, we got Off Road Redneck Racing. <laughs> <laughs> and on the PlayStation 2, The Adventures of Cookie and Cream. <laughs> I yes, I remember that game. I didn't own it, but I remember reading about it and seeing a lot of reviews for it for some reason. <laughs> oh man. And moving on to 2002, um we had Resident Evil for GameCube. Oh god, that the first I, Resident Evil when they yes, released it. I played that. That scared the hell out of me that game, that version. Holy cow. I'm, ooh, I'm even getting chills right now thinking about it. Well, I'm really glad that game freaked you out. It shows what an adult you are. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, what the heck? Uh, moving on to 2003, on Game Boy Advance, we got Cas- Castlevania Aria of Sorrow. Ooh, good one. Mm-hmm. And also in 2003 on Xbox, Return to Castle Wolfenstein, Tides of War. So Wolfenstein oh. 3D in 92, and then jumping 11 years, we got the an Xbox version for a later that. version of the game. I remember when that came out. That was a big deal. It was a big deal. Uh, jumping to 2004, and this one may be up for a debate on another episode, but um, 2004 on um, the smartphone, we got the Windows Mobile version of Bejeweled Deluxe. Oh, okay. Whether or not we consider that a retro game, I think is debatable. I think I would. There was a lot talked, of games. Yeah, we haven't talked mobile. Yeah, so. we still, we'll definitely talk about that soon. Yes. Uh, also in 2004, on Xbox and PlayStation 2, Red Dead Revolver, which I've always wanted to play. Classic, classic game. Actually, the sequel's about to come out. Um, Red Dead Revolver is basically GTA in the Old West. Ah, which is exactly why I want nope, to play. That's it. Red Dead. Re- that's Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Revolver oh. is a different game. <laughs> well, no, wasn't isn't Red Dead Revolver the the or the prequel or the game before Red Dead Redemption? What, what system was it on again? Uh, that was on the. Um, I already forgot. Uh, it was on Xbox and PS2. Okay, then it, it, yeah, it had to have been them before. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think it was the first game in that yeah, series. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, and then uh, jumping to 2005, we got Pokemon Emerald version on Game Boy Advance. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith on PS2, Xbox, and Game Boy Advance. Ouch. And uh, here's one I find really interesting. This was now, remember I said it's 2005. Mm-hmm. B- Boulder Dash 2, Rockford's Revenge, released on the Atari 5200. You know, that's maybe, this is like the second or third game on This Week in Gaming where that's happened. It was like an Atari game released in the early 2000s. I, but it doesn't seem like it would be a homebrew game because then why would it be on the list? Well, that's the interesting thing about it because um, I did I did a tiny bit of research on it, and apparently um, this game was released on the other Ataris, but it was never released on the fifty two hundred. So Atari went back for some odd reason and created <laughs> a version of it for the Atari fifty two hundred. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I don't I don't know if actual cartridges were made. I think they were, um, but not, probably if they were, not many. But it was definitely available for download. Okay, cool. So. Um, and then we'll, uh, end there, I think with 2005, <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought, I just thought that was interesting. So that's this week in gaming. Sweet. That was a very good week in gaming. It uh, was. All right. Good. Makes stuff. me want to go, makes me want to go game now with, uh, one of my 10,000 games I've purchased. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well get your money's worth, right? So well, yeah, right now, right now, just sitting there collecting dust isn't helping me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So, uh, do you have anything you got coming up? Anything happening? Or are you just going to go play games? Uh, no, uh, well, you know, in two weeks, on um, May 13th, uh, my my television show, Inside Guy, is going to be screening at the Die Laughing Film Festival here in uh, um, Los Angeles. Awesome. So uh, that's going to be really cool. Uh, uh, hopefully nobody dies laughing in the theater. <laughs> Quite frankly, they'll probably just die. But... <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> no, um, uh, seriously, though. Yeah, so we're screening at a film festival on May 13th. So that, that's, that's my big upcoming date. What's cool. going on with you? Uh well I got uh, I got well I got my new podcast out there the, if you're a wrestling congratulations fan, on uh, that thank you very much the Pro Slam World Podcast with Larry Mormon that's me so check do that out to, do I get to come on as a special guest once in a while yes eventually you can especially with your uh, inside knowledge I can definitely use your expertise oh good lord is that what it's called <laughs> um otherwise uh, that's pretty much about it we're gonna see if we can uh, get again to retro video game night uh, we're gonna hit up the long island retro gaming expo uh we're gonna have something possibly happening in june which we'll talk about soon and that's us meaning the retro gamers me personally i just i just go to work <laughs> so that's about well it then you me. enjoy work will work is work is the uh the the virtual boy of the real world <laughs> that i will agree with you on that and on that note, we're going to wrap it up. Folks, don't forget to subscribe, share when you see our posts, check out our Instagram feed at the underscore Retro Gamers. And um, we'll be back next week. And have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you then. You do the same? All right. Get you all
Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.